0: It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francita Hallriss. Do you want to empower families and young people in your community? Then take the time to make a tax-deductible contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. The Coach Tate Foundation is is dedicated to helping young people and their families in learning and passing on the kinds of life skills that we all need to succeed. All too often, we hear about kids and their families having encountered life's difficulties that could have been easily avoided by knowing better decision-making skills, from anger management to money management to something as simple as learning to manage how we spend our time or how we use our job skills. Make a donation to the Coach Tate Fund. It'll help kids who need help and their families too. Make your contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. Get details at www.CoachTateFoundation.com And oh, by the way, thank you.
1: May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Good morning, it's family time and welcome back, listeners. Our topic today is your enter greater in God's glory. On our pathway forward, Christ in me is the hope of glory. One of my favorite verses and I've had a ton of them is found in Colossians 1:21. Paul wrote it and it goes, quote, "To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you and me, the hope Of glory, unquote. It's all good, but I like the last part the best. Quote, Christ in you and me, the hope of glory, unquote. If you're a child of God, Paul was speaking to you. That's what the quote, you quote, means. So it would be accurate for me to now say, quote, Jesus Christ in you is the hope of glory. Unquote. Paul was writing to believers in Jesus Christ. In the preceding verse, listeners, Colossians 1.26, we're told Paul was writing to, quote, the Lord's people, unquote. Once again, if we are children of God, Paul was writing to us, you and me. Thus, the mystery is explained, quote, Jesus Christ in us is the hope of future glory, unquote. The Holy Spirit came upon certain people, we're told in the Old Testament, quote, to empower them for service, unquote. But when that service was provided, the Holy Spirit would leave them again. It's different in the New Testament, listeners. We're told we will receive a, quote, permanent indwelling of the Holy Spirit, unquote. Jesus tells us this in John 14 verses 16 through 17 in John 16 7. I find it interesting that of the three Christian virtues, faith, hope, and love, in the end all that will remain is love. We're told in Colossians 1 27 that we will have Christ in us, the hope of glory, but eventually Won't it just mean that we have Jesus Christ, no more hope, just his glory? Quote, the Holy Spirit seals us for the day of redemption, see Ephesians 4.30. In other words, listeners, the Spirit's presence in our hearts guarantees our ultimate salvation. Though we are in this world, we are not of it. See John 17.16 God will continue to work in us until he is finished perfecting us. See Philippians 1, 6. This forward-looking guarantee of perfection is what is meant by, quote, Christ in you, the hope of glory, unquote. The J.B. Phillips translation of Colossians 1:27 puts it this, this way, Listeners quote the secret is simply this jesus christ in you yes jesus christ in you bringing with him the hope of all glorious things to come Unquote. it goes on to say that the hope of glory is the fulfillment of god's promise to restore us and all of his creation this hope is not a wish for thoughtlessness but the confident, expectant, joyful knowledge that we are being changed by God and will one day see Christ face to face having been conformed to his image. Included in this hope of glory listeners is our resurrection. They quote Romans eight eleven quote, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you, listeners. It also includes our heavenly inheritance. They quote what Peter wrote in 1 Peter 1, 3 through 4. Quote, in his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance, listeners, is kept in heaven for you and me, unquote. It ends by saying that Christ's presence in us, listeners, is this hope of glory. Christ in our hearts, And we know that there is life beyond this earthly existence, listeners, a life that will be glorious beyond all of our imagination. To me, it's almost too wonderful to imagine Jesus Christ in me, the hope of glory. Amen.
2: Rick Reed, contributing writer. This broadcast is supported by donations as well as liking and supporting Empower Family. You can go to www.francina.com, which is phrantceen acom and press donate.
1: Now, welcome back, listeners. let note notate awakening to a greater reality today. First John 4, 4 reminds us, greater is he who is in me. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in this world. ESV version. Today's inspiring thought listeners on awakening to a greater reality is greater is he who is in me. He who is in the world, quote, refers to the devil or Satan. There's no doubt that Satan, the evil one, is strong and fierce, but God is much more powerful. Through Jesus Christ, the Lord's mighty strength dwells in us, listeners, and equips us to overcome that enemy. In this verse, the verb, quote, overcome, unquote, is in a perfect tense, meaning it speaks of a past, finished, victory, and a present state of being an overcomer. In other words, our victory over Satan is finished, listeners. It's complete and continual. We are overcomers because Jesus Christ overcame Satan on the cross and continues to overcome him in us. Christ said in John 16, 33, quote, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, listeners, I have overcome the world, unquote. Don't get the wrong impression. We still will face hard times and tribulations as long as we live in this world. Jesus said the world would hate us just as it hated him. But at the same time, He stated that he would pray to protect us from the evil one. John 17, 14 through 15. In the world, listeners, but we're not of this world. Jesus Christ does not pray that we should be taken out of this world because our abode here is for our own good, for the world's benefit and for God's glory. Spurgeon later expounded and he said this, quote, a tried saint brings more glory to God than an untried one. I do verily think in my own soul that a believer in a dungeon reflects more glory on his master than a believer in paradise. That a child of God in the burning fiery furnace, whose hair is yet unscorched and upon whom the smell of the fire has not passed, displays more of the glory of Godhead than even. He who stands with a crown upon his head, perpetually singing praises before the eternal throne. Nothing reflects so much honor on a workman as a trial of his work and its endurance of it, listeners. So with God, it honors him when his saints preserve their integrity, unquote. Jesus commands us to go out into the world, listeners, for his glory, not ours. He sends us out knowing we will be hated and will face trials and temptations but he reassures us that our ultimate victory is already secure because he himself lives in us amen you are from god listeners the writer of 1st john addressed his readers affectionately as little children who were quote from god unquote Never forget, listeners, that you belong to God. You are his beloved child. As you go out into this world today, remember this. You are in this world, but you're not of this world. Rely on Jesus Christ who lives in you at all times. He will give you victory over every obstacle the devil and the world throws at you. Amen.
2: This broadcast is brought to you in partnership with the Coach Tate Foundation. You can support the broadcast so we can bring you God's word with any type of donation. You can go to www.CoachTateFoundation.com, which is www.CoachTateFoundation.com.
1: Now, in our close listeners, let's notate eight ways to awaken your greatness and your true power. Eight Ways to Awaken Your Greatness and True Power by our contributing writer, Tony Fockery. And it reads as such, greatness, listeners, must be nurtured. Greatness must be nurtured. Lea Su reminds us, knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength, but mastering yourself is true power. Listeners, to awaken greatness requires unearthing your potential that lies dormant within you. Just as a miner who goes in search of diamonds and discovers the illustrious mineral, there are many who give up right before they strike it rich. Giving up does not mean the diamonds don't exist, listeners. For those who keep searching will eventually realize success. So it is with greatness. You must continue the quest to unearth it because undoubtedly greatness dwells within you. This writing embodies eight key principles that serve as the foundation to awaken your greatness, listeners. Review them as often as you like, let it be a roadmap to discover the treasured force that God has placed within you. Greatness must be nurtured, listeners. Greatness must be cultivated and exploited until it produces results. Yet many people give up when the going gets tough. Challenges are nature's way of pushing you to grow so you may develop the resources required to succeed. Now, let's notate these eight tennis lessons. Number one, stretch your mind through new experience. Stretch your mind through new experiences. The mind must be stretched by new experiences. Otherwise, it grows stale and listless. Most people live dreary lives doing the same repetitive task day in and day out wondering why the magic and spontaneity has vanished. They've become habituated to this way of life without the freedom to explore their inner genius. Authors Jeff Brown and Mark Fitzgay explain in The Winner's Brain, eight strategies great minds use to achieve success. Some brains are more proactive than others. One of the best ways to take your use of memory to a higher level is by exposing it, to as many new experiences as possible. We become familiar to the routines of everyday life, listeners, and we miss out on what is going on around us. To compound this, every person is tethered to their mobile device wearing it like a safety blanket. Inspiration is closer to home than you think, listeners. It was the late Stephen Covey who's the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, who wrote, quote, we become what we repeatedly do, unquote. To stretch your mind, be open to new experiences beyond your daily habits, and take notice of life with determined enthusiasm. Instead of making excuses, listeners, for the way life is, mold it into something you can become proud of. Perhaps your greatness has been dormant all these years or needs to be roused. I assure you the moment you walk fearlessly towards greatness, it will run towards you with raging enthusiasm and show you the way. Amen. It will show you infinite possibilities to explore your own potential in ways you never thought possible. Number two, listeners, overcome your fears by making peace with them. Become curious in the face of your fears, listeners. Investigate them, reason with them, but don't buy into the narrative they espouse. Don't let it be a one-sided conversation because you have the power to overcome your fears. "Quote: Fear was given to us as a motive to avoid physical harm and death. That is it. We are the ones who have perverted it into a tool for the ego's protection, explains Brendan Bertrand. The secret to overcoming your fears is to approach them with curiosity while absorbing and observing your reaction. So if you fear asking your boss for a pay raise, because they might say no, what small step can you take to overcome that fear? Fear largely is a waste of a good life, one of the most capable thieves of presence, writes Jane Frazier in The Freedom of Being. Fear is an emotionlessness, just like other emotions. Granted, it has a stronger intensity, but it is not intended to stop you, only to provide feedback on your actions. Number three, step out of your comfort zone. You were designated and designed for accomplishments, engineered for success, and endowed with the seeds of greatness, Zig Ziglar. It's no secret that optimal performance is gained outside your comfort zone, listeners. You seldom achieve success when you're comfortable because everything is familiar there is little need to draw on your mental faculties when you're in a safe zone. You must commit to taking bold risk if you seek to become the finest version of yourself. To move beyond your comfort zone requires smaller steps to comfort and confront your fears whilst managing discomfort. This is learn to become comfortable with uncertainty just as elite forces like the Navy SEALs are trained. It's no surprise that personal growth is apparent beyond your comfort zone. In extending yourself, you celebrate your gains and accomplish new skills and emotional resiliency along the way. That adaptability can work for you or against your listeners depending on your actions. If you remain idle, you risk rusting out, thus impairing your personal development. You can mitigate this uncertainty by reframing it, as Stephen Covey avows, quote, create an internal comfort zone. Then, when you get into the situation, it isn't foreign. It doesn't scare you. He is referring to creating an inner sanctuary, listeners, when change overwhelms you. Within that space is the reassurance that what eventuates cannot disrupt what is familiar. Given life begins at the end of your comfort zone, what lies beyond your perceived security is far greater than your habituated environment. Life undergoes constant change, and you must celebrate the challenging journey if you strive for a more enriching life. Number four, listeners, play big in the game of life. Play big in the game of life, irrespective of fame, fortune, or success. It is vital to you to honor your talents and your resources and gifts to the best of your ability. It is incumbent on you to bring to life the best version of yourself, regardless of your limitations. To be your best is an evolving process, listeners, yet the one true constant in that you improve without settling. You cannot lose in the game of life where lessons are learned and wisdom is gained. Success arrives when you least expect it, listeners, due to the hard work and tireless commitment to greatness. Trying to reach for the skies while lying on your back is not conducive to your potential. Get on your feet and make daily advances toward that which you seek. I urge you to think with the end in mind. As the late Stephen Covey said, if you wish to live a significant life, from that place you create an exceptional life using your gifts, your talents, and your genius to serve us. Number five, listeners, discover your potential and live it fully. Martin Luther King quote, reminds us not everybody can be famous but everybody can be great because greatness is determined by service unquote Dr Martin Luther King Jr Regrettably many people are held back by limits in beliefs, fears and doubts related to their potential left unchecked these destructive energies perpetuate into a contracted self-worth Listeners, whatever you buy into long enough and with enough conviction forms your own reality. You recognize potential within yourself foremost when you abide by your highest distinction. In doing so, it summons your dormant strengths and commitment toward greatness. To cultivate potential, listeners, hold steadfast to move in the right direction without becoming fixed on the path which leads you there. Potential must be obvious to the individual and is accompanied by with passion and desire. Make it a priority, listeners, to nurture your strengths. Since passion and enthusiasm alone only get you so far, you cannot escape your potential any more than refusing to inhale oxygen from the air you're surrounding you. However, How you use that potential forms the foundation for life to express through yourself. Your task is to birth that potential, listeners, by giving it life through dedication, commitment, and inspired action. Number six, listeners, find your passion and your purpose. Find your passion and your purpose. Your life's purpose is found through trial and effort. Purpose is found in action, not in action. Your purpose may vary and may serve others as you evolve. Be mindful of attaching your purpose to your career as evident when one is made redundant or the company downsizes. Many people describe feelings of emptiness following an unexpected change in their profession since they connect their purpose to their careers. There is no prevailing formula for finding one's purpose, listeners. The key lies in the commitment to action and perseverance. Your passion, equaled with inspiration, must be accompanied with a compelling why. Why am I doing this? It is infused with a deeper meaning tied to your purpose with an intent to bring forth the gifts you have from your soul. So the message is clear, listeners. Find your passion and be fearless in your pursuit of it. Number seven, listeners, live without regrets. Greatness is not found in possessions, power, position, or prestige. It is discovered in goodness, humility, service, and character. William Arthur Ward. Regret arises when you live less than what you are capable of, listeners. It signifies going against the tide of your inner wisdom, essential to your personal growth. Regret serves as a reminder that your actions are not purposeful and a clearer intent is required. You must connect with a deeper motivation if you wish to live a life without regrets. This inner resource summons you to play bigger than you have been. Don't hide behind excuses, listeners, when life does not turn out as you hoped, since you are likely to become a victim instead of a victor. That's why you should be purposeful in your actions instead of acting from a place of fear. When you take inspired action, everything unfolds according to a greater plan. Pieces of the puzzle come together as they should, listeners, The secret to living without regrets is to act intentionally with what it is of importance to you. Living in the present moment offers the opportunity to reconnect with what is important now. Life advances at a fast pace, listeners. It's easy to lose sight of your inner needs until a major crisis appears. By then, it's too late because the foundations that once held your life together have collapsed, taking your sense of purpose with it to follow your inner intelligence, tune into the voice of your inner self. This may be as play, movement, or any form of creative expression. The child within you wants to be heard. If you dismiss it because things out there distract you, you miss exploring what is vital to your joy and happiness. I invite you to look unfavorably on regret and live an intentional life. When you are aligned with something greater, there is no room for regret. Instead, purposeful action commandeers the helm to lead you toward a life replete with fulfillment and bliss. Number eight, listeners, and finally, develop true strength of character. Develop true strength. Of character. Character is engraved within you listeners and follows you throughout life. It encompasses your reputable qualities and is the bedrock of your existence. But character can be eroded listeners if you don't adhere to your highest values when it matters. This is because it takes time to build the choices you make. Habits build character your actions correspond to the sum of your character and are formed behind closed doors, revealing yourself to the world. Therefore, a listeners, character is an ongoing commitment to uphold your highest values. Character requires maintaining integrity, listeners, where you act in accordance with your highest values and treat people alike, irrespective of their race, their religion, their education, gender, or political affiliation. Let me say that again, listeners. Character is an ongoing commitment, and it requires maintaining your integrity where you act in accordance with your highest values and treat people alike, irrespective of their race, religion, education, gender, or political affiliations. Integrity is the cornerstone of character, listeners. A quack in one's character is attributed to being inconsistent with their actions. French author Andre Gide wrote, quote, be faithful to that which exists within yourself, unquote. Those with strength of character are honest and trustworthy for they stand by their word as the pillar of their existence. Strength of character is evident in those who have self-control and emotional intelligence. They are in alignment with their core values and stand by their commitment not to weaken their principles. Self-control is related to acting in a way that does not jeopardize one's character or moral values. Building characterlessness is a lifelong practice so a momentary lapse of judgment can destroy it where it took years to build. True character is shaped behind closed doors since you cannot tell a great deal about a man until he's tested. Yet in solitude, he forms the bedrock of his character and shapes it like a blacksmith forming steel. For it was the late Dr. Wayne Dyer who once said, quote, what other people think of me is none of my business, (laughs) unquote. It is the opinion of yourself that is of importance, listeners, and the foundation of your strength of character. Amen.
2: This broadcast is supported by donations as well as liking and supporting Empower Family. You can go to www.francina.com, which is P-H-R-A-N-T-C-E-N-A.com and press donate.
1: Now, listeners, as we bring this session to a close today, And during your reflection time, let's continue to ask ourselves these questions daily. Are you leading by example? Today for our next generation? How can I lead others if I cannot lead myself? Listeners, what does your own inner glory greater look like? Sound like? Smell like? Taste like? feel like? And what does your inner greater glory sense like? Are you paying attention? Amen. Our closing poem by Bernice Hooks reads as such, all glory goes to God. I am amazed at what God has done through me, for I can do nothing without him, certainly. Choosing weak people to perform his marvelous will. All glory to God for each talent and each skill. I dare not boast of what I have done. All praises to God for victories I have won. For when I am weak, through him I am strong. All glory to God, for to him I belong. He gives me the power to repent of my sins. Then sends the comforter to dwell within me. Full faith in God is a gift from above, knowing I am loved through Jesus' shed blood. God gave his only begotten Son because God is love. The victory is won. The world must and was made free at Calvary. All glory to God for victory. Arise and shine yea redeemed of the earth. For Christ is our righteousness without dearth. Both good and bad are invited to the wedding feast, clothed in the white robe of Christ's righteousness as complete. Amen.
0: your family with the dynamic new book by francina hallriss our sixth sense and purpose the power in knowing who you are it's the book that gives you insights into life's problems francina hallriss is an author motivational speaker and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families but that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, at Amazon and at better bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose. The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hallruss. Thank you for joining Francina Hallress on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week.